I've, I've had a problem before where I poured too much, like the, there was just too much of it, and just like the, right the filter. So you just. So I think with. Do we it like this? What are we looking at here? What, what, what is this thing called? Trickling. Trickling. Are we on? Are we on? Oh, I guess we are. Hello, welcome oh. to Hello Calgary Podcast. We are. Uh, and then you just give it a little fresh swirl food. like this. And let you hear the master at work. So mm-hmm. Easy Evan is just currently making uh, the first trickolate cup of coffee of the afternoon. Um, the beans are from the unofficial sponsor, um, Analog, right? It's their Guada. It's their Monte Cristo. Guatemala, hmm. uh, which is balanced and rich with notes of toffee and cocoa. So, sounds delicious. And this is interesting. It says the producer is Johan Notbaum. The varietal is bourbon. The process is fully washed in the region San Marcos. See, so. the point here is that it doesn't come down in like a funnel, it comes all down with an even dispersion of of coffee so every single ground sort of gets hit mm-hmm. um and that, that's sort of the whole point so it takes a little bit longer than a normal one yeah but uh, i guess you just pay for the the, the length of time right like right. You, you understand it takes a little a little bit longer but yeah. the cup of coffee should be worth it i hope it's like making a good cocktail exactly you gotta be patient but it's worth it and this will give uh, our guest here. Someone said you got to slap at, bi- at basil like a bitch. I don't, or that mint like a bitch. That, uh, <laughs> he said that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I was just reminded of that, yeah. I was just reminded of that. Were you reminded by a person? I was, <laughs> yes. And I was like, who would say that? And I was like, oh, I say that, the and then, person. yeah. No. Yeah. We don't normally use last names here on the Calgary podcast, but if you're out there, you living legend. Yeah, a bit more of a call out to the man himself. <laughs> so this will give uh, Pete plenty of time to uh, feed the pigeons, yes. close the door. Yeah. Which is good because we are at his house, on the road, here to talk about coffee and tea, coffee versus tea. Yeah. 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 And other such subjects. It's just been a long time and. We just thought we'd uh, better pop in on the man himself. It's been, what, two seasons? Yeah, well, here was the very first episode of the podcast, wasn't it? Um, and I think the topic was pets. Was that the very first episode? First Maybe season, not, not first, first episode. First season, okay. First episode happened on a Halloween night. Oh. Yeah. Gave out candy and then uh, podcasted with the housewife of Martelloup. I don't know who the <laughs> other good guy was, but yeah. This is way back in 2020, right? Back in the day. That's Pre-COVID? Even moving. Uh, this was right, I guess, nope. Uh, we were out on our lawn giving out candy. It must have been COVID okay. Halloween. Yeah, had a table set out yeah. for kids to, I don't know, take the candy I gave them on a 10-foot pole. Right. Yeah. Make sure you wash right. your candy first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, oh, you like one of me. These cookies? Yeah, nice. Uh, all stars. the way from Hunting, Huntington Hills or somewhere yeah. up there, there's a bakery. I can never figure out where I was. I'll give it a Just shot. risk it. Can't do it, man. Just risk it. Can't do mm. it. Do it. It's not a risk. It would be like, it would be like just risk jumping in front of that moving car. You know, it's not, not a risk. It's just it. a... Accept the gluten. <laughs> no, it's exactly. Actually, I'd like to accept that you don't need gluten to have good pastry. Yeah, so um, he brought donuts in a box. Um, uh, anyway. Can I? Okay, so these. Have you, okay, so these are. What are we looking at here, Tyler? Uh, Kinnikinnick maple glazed donuts, and they actually are from a bakery in Edmonton. Mm. Um, produced in a dedicated facility free from gluten, wheat, dairy, peanuts, tree nuts, and soy. So they're good for uh, the lactose intolerant as well. And uh, they. The types of flour they use are rice, tapioca starch. Um, that's the only types of flour they use. Mm. I believe they come from up, uh, up in Edmonton, Treaty Six territory. Wow, well, I. Uh, so, and you're welcome to have. Some I think days. I would like to make a trip up to Edmonton just for these uh, donuts and about. Oh my God, they man. are freaking delicious, man. Really? I'm serious. If you didn't know they were gluten free, you would. Well, have you actually had them before? Uh, oh yeah. Oh okay. Many times. 
Uh, once you find out your celiac, you realize you have to find out where all the good uh, gluten-free bakery, bakery stuff is. So this was purchased from Lakeview Bakery. And the cookies I brought are glutino. It's like gluten. Which is a clever. No. Yes. No gluten. And uh, and I'll have you try one of these if you don't mind, just to get your get your thoughts mm. on it. So would you like? Sure, I would. Okay. like an imitation Oreo. Well, it's very much so an like Oreo type Oreo? cookie. And I could have purchased gluten-free Oreos, but the gluten-free Oreos are twice the price. Which is ridiculous. That should never happen. Never. All right, so as you can see, the uh, Tyler's coffee is almost ready here. Ooh. And that's all the time we have. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, man. You must love the smaller details of your coffee. I think that's going to overflow that cup, though, don't you think? Mm. Do you just move on to the next cup? Or do you do fresh grounds every Thought time? Thought I do fresh grounds every time, likely, because then the next person's only getting, like, the remnants of this, right? Which isn't fair to anyone. No. Will we do AeroPress next? The efficient way to get your coffee in the morning. Mm -hmm. Pound it out. See, with this, put it on, go take a shower, come back down, ready to go. Sounds like planning. I kind of like that. <laughs> I'm oh. Like, oh my god, what time is it? I gotta get out the door. I've got five minutes. Those blue nose are good. You like them, eh? Yeah. Yeah, they're, um. Wait till you taste these snap donuts. They're, they're really lousy. Right? They're like a. We're crunchy. We just dumped this somewhere. But I will equally drink my coffee black or with cream. One thing I have not done since I was in high school is add any kind of sweetener to no. my coffee. Um, not that I'm against it. I am. Just that, just that I don't feel I need it. Because I drink a fair amount of coffee. And I find if I drink a lot of highly sugared beverage, I start to feel kind of saturated with sugar. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's fair. When I'm at work, I just drink coffee straight black with a French press. I don't bring, because right. if you spill a black cup of coffee, you're not going to have the problem of pages sticking together, you know, like the smell of rotten milk. The smell of sour milk. Yeah. <laughs> and welcome to the show, Pete, who, uh, we're looking for a new nickname for you. I think last time you were on the show, you weren't so happy with the nickname that I had brought up. It was from your Stampede days. Well, Puffer Pete. Puffer Pete. Puffer and then you told me the backstory to that, and I was like, oh man, I can't call you Puffer Pete anymore. I'm a Puffer. I'm a Puffer is in jail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't know. Yeah. Oh. I found out from two, two bikers at Stampede. They say, Puffer, do you Puffer? I said, yeah. Do you want a Puff? I said, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so after they left, I spoke to one of my carnies on the next booth. I said, what's the Puffer? He said, yeah, it gives blood. Blowjobs in jail. Oh. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so that's why we decided we needed a new nickname. It's a good reason to change your nickname. Yeah. And uh, so I asked, um, I don't know if you've met my friend. First name Chat, last name GPT. Have you heard? Chat GPT. No. Okay. This is the new artificial intelligence program that's accessible to everyone. You can ask it whatever. And he'll come up and search the internet and come up with a really fantastic response. This is the one where the students can have their yeah. assignments done, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the one, everybody. And this is where we're going. That's where we're at. I don't know where we're going. So basically, before it gets to that point, I'll be dead. Because uh, <laughs> I don't want that. I'm not really much of a prognosticator. <laughs> but you're very much alive and we're very much there. Is that exactly. what you're saying? All right, so, okay. Yeah. All right. It's an interesting, it's very interesting um, technology. It's mind-blowing. Literally. It's Literally, lazy. yes. It's lazy is what it is. We On beat the, the robot. We beat it last time. We, we proved. Do. But it learns. It will learn. And if we That's say, hey, scary. don't do that anymore, the po the, we discovered that on every poem that we asked this robot to make us, to try and fool us, it would always start with, oh, how... It would always say, oh, how, to start the poem. That's what it believes a poem yeah. is. And it would always have a rhyming meter. 
And, okay. Uh, yeah. So, but you can train it. You can be like, don't do that anymore. Be more clever. Do you have a DVD? Or no, I just opened it. So I had asked it a couple times, and I kind of coaxed it to get you a new nickname. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Like you were just well, that's why we Peter, uh, need Peter, artificial intelligence. Peter, Petrus, Pedrova, what did I say, Pietro, what else have I got? Pedro, uh, those are all different interpretations. Um, Anything grabbing you there, boys? I like Pedro. Pedro, Pedro, Pierre, Pierre, Pedro. Pedro. Well, I asked it for like 10 mega cool nickname ideas for Pete that incorporates his personality and profession and also uses clever linguistic wordplay. Okay, go ahead. Read them off. The Profa Pete, which is a nickname plays off of the word professor and incorporates Pete's well, name. Um, for a long time at the UFC, so that would work. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't Profa Pete? Profa Pete? That sounds like Profa Pete. Like, like, yeah. Teacher. Teacher. No. Teacher. Teacher. No. No. Teacher. Pete Electual. No. No. Okay, no, that sounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Peter, it sounds sound like it was going somewhere else. How they both like it. It's an actual part. It sounds. Sorry? The actual part? It almost mm -hmm. sounds sexual. Yes. Now, yeah. I like this one. Pedagogy. Didn't we come up with that? Or no. did you? No, no, no. It says, yeah, yeah. the name plays on the word pedagogy, which means teacher educator. Pedagogy. Or, and I don't know how you felt about this. I don't know if it's insulting. Pete Dantic. Oh. Eh. Boss Martin Dick? Be <laughs> 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 uh, pedantic, meaning overly concerned with minor details. The, the, the yeah, pedagogy. Like, yeah, like pedagogy. Pedagogy. Pedagogy or pedagogue? There was also Pete Scepter. Sounds like a rod. Like Perceptor. Syphilis. Pete Culier. I don't mind Pete Culier. That's all right. Pete Culier's all right. Pete Rometic. As a paramedic. I don't know why. Skilled at rescuing. I don't know. And Peter Nat. Pete. Pete. Pete I think Pedagogy. Pedagogy. Pedagogy, yeah. Pedagogy yeah. sounds great. The other, the other one that was good was Pete. What was the other one? Pete Dantic. No, <laughs> Pedantic. There was. was that Intellectual. No. The teacher. No, that was dumb. The prof of Pete. No, that was dumb. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Pete Soros. <laughs> oh, I don't mind Pete Soros. <laughs> no, we're well, not that old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, Pedagogy. It's, it's Pedagogy. Peter Peter okay, yeah. Pedagogy. That's, no, like, ask me pedagogy. Science yeah. of teaching. Yeah, it's gonna Whereas be pedagogy. Pedagogue yeah. is a person here who teaches, right? So I kind of like it being named after his philosophy, pedagogy. Yeah. Okay. But do you like pedagogy better? You're the language pedagogy. chatter expert. Oh, it's Italian. Pedagogy. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Pedagogy. All right. Well, I'm gonna. Once we get these coffees going, we're going to drag Pedagogy over to the table here where we got the full studio set up here out on the outskirts of some unnamed town in some Alberta location. Um, these are we're going to ask uh, five questions to get to know you. Well, yeah, these are uh, Tyler's uh, special gluten-free donuts. They come from a box. I just had a gluten-free pizza the other day. Sorry it was about like that. eating a half-inch thick piece of plywood. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Terrible. You've been going to the wrong places. Yeah. That's true, actually. Yeah. It was so bad they're going to give me a free meal. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to say it's village pizza, I hope. No, yeah, it's, it's out of town. Because okay. Okay. the unofficial sponsor of the Hello Calgary podcast is this gluten-free pizza joint called the Village Pizza. Yeah. Village Flatbread. Village Flatbread. Yeah. Yeah. It was flat, too. <laughs> the truth and I was with two vegans. <laughs> Grab that. Oh, wow. So vegan they and so they had the half of the, their half of the pizza vegan, which is oh. disgusting. <laughs> and mine was Hawaiian, which was not very good. So I'm that, sorry, that whole meal sounded terrible. I feel bad for you. I went and spoke to the manager the day after and she gave us free meals. So. 
Well, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on these gluten-free <laughs> donuts. No, I'm looking for them. <laughs> How long have you been coffee for? Like 15 minutes? This has been going on a while. Yeah, I can't say I'm a big fan of this uh, technique. I'm just saying, uh, the finer details are lost on me. It's kind of a drip. It's more than a drip, though, because it drips evenly. <laughs> At a quarter of the speed of a regular drip. Do you have somewhere to be? Are no, you in a hurry? No, no, no. I'm just staying. Is this fact. podcast not worth just the time to you? He wants to get around the table. Okay, <laughs> hey, there's no there's no puffing under the table. All right, <laughs> we're not doing that today. Is this better than those little pod things? Oh yes, yeah, yes, <laughs> infinitely better than the pod things. Where do you get the filters from? This bag. Uh, <laughs> all of this is from Monogram Coffee. The Trickolit and these filters. So they came with like a pack of like, I don't know, a hundred, and now I'm only down to like, that's probably more than you think. It's probably like 30 in there, but yeah. Hello, humans, and welcome to the Hello Calgary podcast. Freedom of voice. Pure Canadian. A. <laughs> Although you have a bit of a. I have an English accent, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like a legit You've one. retained Not the. Like your. Excuse me. Anyway. Yeah. Ten out of ten on. people thought I was actually Irish on that podcast. Or Italian. <laughs> That's interesting. I had a brother who traveled to the UK, and many people he met thought that he was Irish. And he speaks like I do. So it's Canadian. Yeah. Hmm. But Canadian isn't really an accent, is it? Oh, yeah. For <laughs> sure, eh? No, A, A, yeah. But like in Britain, there's 856 dialects. Right. Yeah. And in some places you go to, you've no idea what they're saying. Right. No idea. It's all right. Cock has to, has to be in. Where's the bin, cock? <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> hmm. Could you understand but, Cockney, though? Like, if someone were speaking Cockney, could you understand it? No, no. not all. Trouble and Strife is your wife. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's what we call it. Oh, a little bit of the <laughs> rhyming. I like yeah. raises for them, yeah. yeah. <coughs> right. Thief is a tea leaf. That was from a Scottish girl I knew. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you little tea, uh, tea leaf. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh. <laughs> so they, they just use r- words that rhyme? Yeah. As long as it's obvious enough what you're saying, I guess. Right. What's what's one for wife again? I quite like that. Trouble and strife. Trouble and strife. I'm gonna remember that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're currently enjoying some. We finally finished. Okay, it did we take, had a to while. take a little pause there, but uh, we finally all have a cup of trickle. Twenty drank minutes. Mine. I drank mine. <laughs> In the time we were making the other <laughs> two cups. I think that might be where the name partially comes from. Trickle. It could be. Like, yeah. <laughs> Spelled differently, but and was it worth the wait? Oh, yeah, it was a good cup of coffee. Hot water over coffee through a rag. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but evenly distributed over that rag, yeah, slowly dissipated. Uh, and again, if you don't like the coffee, it's because the beans are probably subpar. Well, we're gonna find out because yeah. I also brought something much more efficient called the AeroPress. I'm just gonna pound it out like you're just a gonna syringe. like squeeze all the flavor out Pow. of there. It's just I'm gonna shoot there. all that into your cup. That'll be the and next your body, and you're going to love it, man. Yeah. So if you go to Fiji, take the canoe trip, you go to a village, and the chief of the village gets out a rag, literally his handkerchief, puts in a root, puts it in a wooden bowl, shakes, shakes it and shakes it until it discolors the water, and then everybody drinks it, and about half an hour later, you can't even fill your tongue. My friend did that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. My friend mentioned this exact thing. He's like, I had something. And I was like, I couldn't even move after it. Like all the kids were zombies. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Let's get some of that for the next show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bag and roots for sure. Um, and so we just want to talk a little bit about coffee. Where did that coffee come from? Did you buy that? Yes, uh, I picked it up at Analog. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but uh, it's a we local did the description. Yeah, I think I described it earlier. Yep. Um. And I had them grind it 
a little finer than they would for a French press because mm-hmm. I wasn't quite sure what the tricolate would uh, would require. But I thought French press is generally pretty coarse. Yes, very coarse. Yeah. yeah. So. Yes. Yes. Go on. Yes, and uh, so they ground it for me right there. Yeah. In the store, and uh, that was two days ago. Does it take a Frenchman to do a French press? <laughs> <laughs> to do it properly. Like, yeah, if we, if we have a French press, are we just doing it all wrong? By virtue of the fact that we're not French? Like, it's just, are we just <laughs> pressing, Filipino, honestly? Like, yeah. Combination press. Yeah. <laughs> Multicultural. That would be good. I do prefer, of all ways to make coffee, I think, the French press is the most uh, efficient, mm-hmm. quick. Like, you can just throw your grounds in there, let it steep, plunge it. But yeah. I'll wait for this thing to but swirl you around. make it sound like wham, bam, thank you, that, ma'am. Like, it's it got to take, wham, bam, it has to take time. Right. There has to be care. I there has to be like, to turn no, in. you have like the, the flavor has to flower and bloom and you can't just like yeah. put it in and press it down. And it's like, there you go. You may as well drink Folgers from a can then. It's agree, agreed. It's like the English milk coffee. Mm-hmm. Basically, you put the instant coffee in the bottom of the cup pour in hot boiling milk, put in three spoons of sugar, stir it, stick it, and drink it. Oh, yeah, wow. And is it good? It's excellent. The, uh, the, the bloom, I think, is an interesting concept when you're pouring coffee. Because I know when I do the pour-over, um, the first initial pour, the coffee does seem to kind of bloom. And it's releasing like carbon dioxide. Is that what's going That's on That's what there? it is, yeah. Okay. That's where you get that bloom from. That's actually why, you know, the bag has that round thing in it yes. on the side. It's it's so carbon dioxide can get out, but the oh, freshness stays that's in. That's what that's for. Yeah. Wow. The more you know. I like all coffees. Like, I like the <laughs> wham your, bam. At the end of the day, I like all coffees as yeah. well. But <laughs> I, like, I like French press. I like tricolate. It's yeah. very good. I like church basement coffee that's been sitting in that percolator for hours. There is hours. a charm to that. Is that yeah. made with holy water? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Maybe that's why he feels like so good after he's had it. In those old yeah. uh, percolators See, that have been around. So in that coffee bounce in the little glass. Yes. Is, is that what a percolator is? That giant big steel thing? Yeah. That's a percolator? Yeah, yeah it percolates. So the, oh, okay. It comes up the middle and, and then gets dispersed over the grounds and it goes back down. And yeah. it just keeps cycling. And it creates oh, a, yeah. so you, you decide the strength of your coffee. So when yeah. you boil your water, it goes up the middle, it comes down the side of the pan, right? So are you drinking like yeah. recycled coffee over and over again? It's like if a fountain like yeah. sprays out and then sort of violent so, mixture of the coffee, right? So it the, shocks this flavor. Out. Yeah, you're brewing coffee through coffee eventually. Yeah. The same coffee. I don't think coffee So it'd be like be putting made. bath water like in, attacked. bath water <laughs> in... Bath water kind of gets recycled and sits there and tilts. That's an interesting. Yours it, looks more like like a slow flushing toilet. To be quite honest, uh, mine looks like a delicate Amazonian rain shower. Is what it looks like as the water trickles through the leaves of the tree. That That's what beautiful. that looks like. It. I. So I guess it's kind of like I don't know what. What would it be like? Uh, I, I had the perfect analogy, the bathwater. <laughs> mushrooms up the middle. Mushrooms. It cascades down the sides. Yes. Mushrooms well, up you the make it way. sound so poetic, but cascades I'm sure it's... Cascades down the sides. I like that. There you go. Okay. It cascades. Right. It's a coffee waterfall. It's something out of Willy Wonka's <laughs> chocolate factory, but coffee. <laughs> I but, like... but the bathwater analogy is... It's good, too. Yeah, Just... yeah. It's kind of sit there and just sort but of with get the jets, like a recycled. bath that has the jets in it. Yeah, just like shoots it round and round. Yeah. Oh, like where that one person puts themselves up against the jets every time, and they just <laughs> contaminate the jets. Yeah. Okay. Good. No, their particles are all over the place, uh, all yeah. over the place, and you're soaking in all their juices. If this huh. is the analogy you want to use, I think that's that's where and, that's and in this that case, we like to drink then. human flesh. Well, yeah. I think so. It all. Basically, it's what it's what Peter said. It's hot water over coffee. That's essentially what you're always Simple. doing. Right? Always. Um, and I think when you get to that moment, it's like <clears throat> it's like differentiating between a thirty dollar bottle of wine and a hundred twenty dollar bottle of wine. That it's the nuances that not everyone's going to notice. Like when I'm sitting at work, 
I just want my French press, right? So I'll just make the French press because it's convenient. Right, but let's imagine the trickle was just as convenient or a siphon coffee was just as convenient. Wouldn't you rather have that because you know, the flavor is going world. to be better? Or, well, let's pretend it could be made faster, right? Like, I mean, I drink mm-hmm. Keurig coffee right. at Ugh. Chatters where I yeah. work, and it's, yeah. it's awful. Yeah. It is awful, but I drink it because it's there. Yeah. And I feel like I need it, which is unfortunate. Tea? Tea wouldn't cut it? Um, well, see, I would, I would make loose leaf tea, right? And you'd, get, <laughs> you'd have Can't to. You just get a tea? And you would use Can't a French press for Get some berries gold. Cut <laughs> a whole box of berries gold. Okay. Yeah. I would like some berries gold. I'll take some berries gold. Um, I have made tea bag tea, of course. But then you got to wait for the kettle to boil. Is that you? That Did you make that me. sound effect? Or? It's oh, the it's bird the... in the clock. Oh, oh, okay. That's the what three o'clock. Oh, what Westminster comes later. Uh, I love that. <laughs> so everyone, it is three o'clock now. Yes. Just, okay. Yeah. The Blue Jay? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, On a beautiful Wednesday afternoon, and uh, we're all uh, happy and free today, which is yeah. lovely. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. You know what I do miss, though? Because I remember working in the same chatterbox as you, and <laughs> coming in <laughs> to the smell... Of brewing coffee. We always had each other. We always yeah. made sure that the coffee was made. If you yes. hadn't put it on, I know I would put it on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And there was always, oh, that was back in the early days. You'd walk in right in the morning. There was a, yeah. a, a pot of coffee. Yeah. Pots yeah. of coffee. And you know what that is, though? We did that, that yeah. yeah. Everyone shared? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and we and would pay into the social fund. You used to make it so strong. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. He used to put in like eight scoops of this. Yeah. Oh, shit. We were probably drinking like. Dirty-ass Folgers or something, honestly. It was probably Folgers or Nabob. Nabob. Yeah. Nabob, I would take Nabob over Folgers any day. I would take neither. That's first-wave coffee. We don't do first-wave coffee anymore. I'd say Nescafe over over milk. (laughs) But you know what that smell is, though? Like, coffee has come a long way. With the use of the pods, it's become very individualistic. Mm -hmm. Like, literally. You make... Exactly enough coffee for you. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Right? Yeah. You come in, you make a pot of coffee. I'm not just making it for me. I'm making it for you. And I'm making it for you. And whoever comes in and drinks, and then the whoever finishes it is going to make another pot, not for themselves, but for us. Right? So it's like a communal... It it's, was a social thing, yeah. It's love, is what it is. It's a form of love. So the trickler then, would you argue that's not a form? Like, I put my love into making the coffee for you all. I think making coffee for another person ah, is a form of, it's an act of love. And so, yeah. Don't you ever forget I how felt, good I am to I you. feel loved <laughs> and cared for. Oh, very good. I feel, yeah. Yeah. I feel good. Good, good. <laughs> and I mean that. Aw. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is, that form of coffee, it makes a good cup. We've drank it. I've enjoyed it. Thoroughly smooth and... Mm-hmm. I'm drinking a black, which I don't normally do. Uh, so, yeah. Good so, job. that's another thing yeah. I'd like to address. Oh, thank you. But, I mean, time is a real thing, <laughs> right? <laughs> we are stuck in time. And uh, this one took, I think, an hour to make three cups. Okay. It was like 15 minutes. <laughs> it's cool. Don't worry. Like, I mean, it's a good cup. Three and a half. Mine the is same still. Cup yours is still in, like, dripping. Trickling. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like. But when the bell's about to ring, you can't do that. That's no, a good point. That is yeah. true. Nope. No. So I mean I guess this is this is a weekend cup of coffee for sure or like a yeah. a day off kind of coffee. Who needs it then? <laughs> right. <laughs> so why juice. do people carry around cups of coffee when it's not hot? It's gone cold. Mm-hmm. That's something I wouldn't do. No. I throw ice cubes in at that point. Oh, ice or coffee. Just making an ice yeah, yeah. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. A nice coffee yeah. Uh, nice coffee. Or an ice coffee. <laughs> <laughs> a nice ice coffee. It's both. To yes. be quite honest. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. What about coffee iced coffee, where you make ice cubes out of yesterday's coffee and put those cubes in today's coffee? It's a good idea. That way it doesn't water down your coffee. It's true. It sounds like a lot more planning than I'll ever do. <laughs> I guess I'll did. never do it. I Why would you once? just brew it over ice and then pour it out and then... Because he lives in the third world. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you're, the, the ice cube is made out of coffee, so as it melts, it's not... Yeah, it's again, not diluting the flavor. So why don't you just put yesterday's bath water in your shower <laughs> or today's bath? Like, I'm not a big fan of this recycling of the 
of the old coffee or anything. Okay. Like, finish your coffee, have a good cup of coffee. And move, move and move forward. Move forward. Make yeah. another great cup the next day. Okay. You're talking about a coffee cube, like an OXO cube. Yeah, uh, yeah I guess so. Interesting. A frozen OXO. Yeah. 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 And you get a French to press it into a square. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, pastry chefs make their own coffee syrup. They'll just, they'll, They'll brew coffee and then they'll reduce it, just like, right. like a soup mm-hmm. cook or a stock cook will will make broth. Yep. They'll just simmer it and reduce it to mm-hmm. intensify the flavors. Pastry chefs will will simmer coffee and reduce it to to turn it into a thicker, more syrupy substance. Mm-hmm. That's flavor. like a coffee flavor of oh. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my yeah. chatter job the other day, I did something very similar. Oh, I yeah. had some rock candy. Oh, nice. Uh, we simmered that down within my uh, room and uh, filmed the process. It looked a lot like Breaking Bad. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Broke that candy with a hammer. Oh, man. Looked, no way. Yeah, it looked really legit. Same idea. Right? So, really down. But you need the corn syrup. You need the corn syrup, oh, which gives it the consistency and holds right. everything together. Try it with treacle syrup. Oh. Treacle syrup? Very English, the treacle. Treacle. Treacle toffee. Yeah. Uh, but on... Um, on Guy Fawkes night, November the 5th, you make sheets of treacle toffee, break it up and eat it around the, ca- around the fire. Sounds That's delicious. <laughs> yeah. Now, would they talk about like Guy Fawkes? Are they celebrating Guy Fawkes or are they celebrating the fact that he got caught? They're celebrating the fact that he tried to blow up Parliament. Right. And got caught and got executed. Yeah, so but we're... who's celebrating it? The Scots are celebrating the explosions and the, you know, that side. Do the English celebrate Guy Fawkes Day the same? All of England has it. Oh. And they like, if you fly over Britain on the 5th of November, you'll see bonfires all across right. the country. And they come from the leaves and branches that are cut down before winter arrives. Right. It's all the tri- trims. Oh. And gangs, the gangs, well, we had our own called Punstart Road Gang, and we had a bonfire. And we had people stay there all night to guard it because other people come and steal it <laughs> from other gangs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, what your a childhood. That's over. awesome. That's but so like, but because Guy Fox was caught, it means like English Parliament and the King and everything like kept going on. They're probably happy that he got caught more Otherwise, than anything. Blown up yeah, the houses of Parliament. right, exactly. Yeah. So it comes down to who's celebrating. Like I knew a lot of Scottish people who were like, "Yeah, Guy Fox." It's a memory. It's right. a memory. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like Valentine's Day and all the others. Why? Why are we doing it still? Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> the cards come out and I feel the need to buy them, I guess. All the chocolates, <laughs> right? I feel the guilt. Yeah. And then I know all the other husbands are going to be buying them, right? <laughs> we're still doing scores of traditions. We don't know why we're doing them. Right, yeah. That's true. Until you go back in history. Like the, the one about giving somebody the finger. Do you know how where that came from? I do. Um, the long ball. Yeah. Well, the two fingers. Oh, right? I didn't know Because you needed no, you no. needed this finger to um, to pull a bow. Okay. Right. So in the I think maybe the Hundred Years' War I can't remember. Um, they would cut off the middle finger of people they captured, and then as an insult they would the give the people the finger, being, "Look, I still have my the finger. 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 I can still like oh. shoot a bow." Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. The English won the wars. You need you need your middle ball. finger to because they could shoot far yeah. further. The enemy before they even reach them. Oh, okay. So Don't they also do this? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I why? Why is why is this, this done? This piece. Yeah, and that's that's Winston Churchill for yeah. peace, and this one's. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't remember. I was told <laughs> once. We use it quite often. <laughs> yeah, but this is the same. This is the same thing as this, right? Yes. Like yeah. 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 Okay. As he visually demonstrated with his center finger. On his right hand, <laughs> and his index finger, and the thing in his left hand. Just well done. <laughs> it's like a meeting of the minds over here. This is fairly intellectual. Yeah. Well, I did bring. Uh, I did bring a question for the man here. Um, I didn't come completely empty-handed. Uh, with all your experience. Oh me? Yeah. Oh. Um, I kind of wanted to ask you because there's a lot of like um, a lot of us at this table making a lot of original material right now. Mm-hmm. We already performed like our first original play. 
uh, at our chatter group home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we put on a play for the chatter group home. They love it. They love it. And it was original. It was an original. Yeah. Uh, written by a local playwright. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you, you might play. know. You might be looking at. Yeah. Yep. And it was uh, a yeah, raging success, and we planned to do it uh, as a uh, tradition. It was an instant classic. Instant, instant classic. classic. Yeah. So much so we called it a Christmas classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the royalties. So your question and, would be? The question is. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still plugging all our stuff here. <laughs> yeah. Christmas classic, opened a year ago. Go see it. Go back in time and see it. Uh, how do you go about writing something worth watching? <laughs> in your years of experience, what's the key to a successful original, preferably, show, and that's it. That's, that's really what I came to ask. Have you ever written anything original that's been performed? Yes. Uh, the biggest one was um, Monty Python's Floating Circus. Okay. This is an adaptation for, um, what's this? No, not circus. Peter Python's Floating Circus. Okay. Peter, oh, Peter yeah. Python's Floating Circus. Yeah, you're thinking of that right. other comedy group. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Peter that Python's. That was a carol. Okay. So were they a series of like little like vignettes, no, like the full length, full length production? Okay. It was. You have a premise that it was based on. One year the queen was out in the country in winter, and the snow drifted in, and she got marooned in the snow. Mm-hmm. So they took her to the closest pub, and the landlady took her upstairs, and gave her tea and biscuits in the afternoon, so they could come and get the queen. Based on that idea, coupled together with faulty towers. Mm-hmm. Classic. So, yeah. So in this hotel called Robin's Nest, which is the name I gave the guy in a B&B up the road. Okay. So the Robin's <laughs> Nest, we had a desk, we had a switchboard, and Basil. Yeah. Basil. There was somebody in the hotel, but nobody would tell him who it was. Okay. Because he would blab it. Right. And it all revolved around that. He would go running through the set with a ladder to try and climb up at the window to see who it was. <laughs> okay. The queen was played by... Uh, I don't know, I remember her name quite well, but I'm not going to say it on this. Excellent. But she had two corgis. We brought in two corgis for the queen. <laughs> we had uh, uh, a black guy for the um, for the waiter, for Manuel. Yeah. And they're all different casted. And that was the premise. So it was kind of like a mixture of like Faulty Towers and Monty Python? Very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was totally original. Okay. Was it like funny? Oh, yeah. Hilarious. We even had the Spanish Inquisition. Right. In the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I like that. <laughs> so was it hard to write? No. No. And the, some of the road shows we've done, I've written those based on a novel. Mm-hmm. So I've adapted a novel for those. And they added parts or catered for the kids, whatever level it was. Right. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. It, it's, it's a good thing to do because you've got so many players. Mm-hmm. We're going to project where you've got going, and then there's a whole team building it together because we accept their suggestions for script work. Okay. Right? So they get much more involved. Mm-hmm. And that's why you know, an awful lot of students from the place are still in touch with me. Right. Like I was in, Breg- I was in a place close by the other night, and we found out that I had a student there in drama. Go! 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 All in the same room, all at the same time. Oh, wow. Hmm. One goes back 25 years, one goes back 20, then they'll go back 15. Wow. And we just found that out. Wow. Yeah, kind of cool, isn't That's it? awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Edit that. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right. just the name, but I'll put in a little work later. Uh, how do you know it was going to land? When you wrote this original script... Can I ask how long ago was this? When was it written? Oh, the Python? Yeah. A little bit, 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. I've done okay. others too, and other people have picked them up and done them. I can't remember who right now. But Do you think it would be um, like as well-received today as it was back then? Yes. Like does the humor still last? Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah, timeless? It's also pretty physical too. Yeah. And with good, strong characters, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people with, with comedy and fun stuff like that try to write it into the script. Right. It's not in the script. It's how the actor deals with it. Okay. And what they make of it. And they can assess them with a dead straight face, which will bring the house down. Laughing and applauding. Yeah. Because that's their interpretation. And it fits in with my overall direction in the script in the play, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't distract or doesn't highlight that person as an actor. It's just 
and then after the other characters will play off that and it escalates yeah now as the writer of the play would you have like i assume you directed it as well yep would you have been okay letting someone else direct it or would you have insisted on like being a part of the direction just because you've got your vision right direction because yeah. it's in a, a school setting right right so it's hard to pass that over mm -hmm. um but there are other people who help of course yeah I, one of them who's actually I've been seeing him for eight years and he phoned me and came over and he's writing scripts in Calgary now okay. with, with the um, in this city <laughs> say Calgary you can say Calgary you can mention the city yeah 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 in Calgary to, yeah. yeah keep people off the trail you know throw them off a little bit but give them a few clues yeah. I think the biggest thing about the whole all the drama stuff it, it gets the kids so excited mm -hmm. you know like when when my mother passed away, I went back to the UK and they didn't get a guest teacher because the kids all did it themselves. When I came back, they were all in groups working on projects. And that was one of the biggest moments of my life teaching was because I came in, stood there, mm -hmm. and everybody stopped, walked towards me, and all stood around me and never said a word. That was something else. Hmm. Yeah. We all have those beacons in our careers. Right. Which yeah. really reach out and touch the soul. Mm -hmm. mm. Oh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see a production of this uh, Peter Python's... I'll give you the script. That'd be great. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'll give you the video too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'd love to see now, how it... Now, the stage at, the stage mm -hmm. at um, Carol, there's no movement. There's no fly spaces. There's right. nothing. Mm -hmm. So it's set, period. Yeah. Right? Nice. And on the stage right, we had a reception desk. With a, we borrowed a, the old-fashioned switchboard. Yeah. Telephone switchboard. Where you plug it in. Mm -hmm. as an operator. And then it broke into the living room, then with a portal going through to the dining room. And everything revolved. And stairs going up the back. Okay. So it was all kind of... This is how so it So it was like, was it like just sectioned off like this? It like was all one piece. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like the stage. Mm -hmm. at Carol. Yeah. And you built this? No, it was on, on their stage. I built all the set. Yeah, you built it. Yeah. So you wrote it, you oh, directed yeah. it, you produced designed it, it, and designed it. it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you have to. I started off at Carroll with Antigone. Really? Oh. Antigone, my first year there. That's not a well, light, what, easy play to no. begin with. What's this guy going to do when he came in? Yeah. I did Antigone, 10 performances. Wow. And we used the columns and sand, that's all. And we brought in four truckloads of sand. And all my classes hauled it upstairs in buckets and threw it on the, then we got a, uh, an air gun and blew it all in. So all this sand's drifting into this temple. Caretaker had, had a bloody fit. Well, no kidding. Could, do you think that could be done today? Like, is there any one who would allow that to happen? Like bringing in do it first and apologize. That's true, right? <laughs> yeah, you ask yeah. for forgiveness later. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who who wrote Antigone? Is that Oedipus? Yeah. No, yeah. not Oedipus. Uh, Aeschylus. Okay. Aeschylus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's that's ambitious to come in and do like an ancient Greek tragedy. Because right. until until then they'd only they'd only done musicals. Okay. Yeah. And I don't do musicals. No. Mm. No. Oh. No. Is it no? just too difficult to? Well. The one that I saw mm -hmm. got quite awkward because the, the band teacher was directing for the music. Mm -hmm. That was his concern. The drama teacher was directing the play. Yeah. And there was a bit of a competition going on. Right. Right? So they were not, it, it, was, it wasn't very nice. Okay, yeah. And the teachers ended up... Yeah, it's because he, he can't direct and I can't do, I can't do music. Right. right. Yeah. A lot of people work it out. I mean, you profit like doing musicals, don't you? I don't know if I like it, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to embark upon it, yeah. Right, because you feel you need to, because you want to. I guess it's uh, the people I'm working with. Kids there's, like it. There's particular kids that were like, I can sing. You I do need sing. specific. <laughs> oh, you can sing, you can sing. Because there are some groups you could not do musical with. Like, there are just some groups just like it's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, they're all the bad auditions from American Idol. You're just like, I'm sorry, we're not doing musical this year because it's not... Yeah. And it's yeah. devastating if you can't sing and you get up there yeah. and you belt it out. Yeah. I went to a musical recently. I'm not going to name it. 
but it. Uh, yes, you will. No, I'm not going to name it. I'll but I just felt that uh, a particular lunch. actor got put out to dry when it could have very easily just had her mouth the words and have someone who can sing in the back <laughs> play it over, oh, right? Like seeing you the rain sing, you're, like, you're like a main character. And yeah. they, they shouldn't like, be there in the first place. Well, yeah. I was going to say, they shouldn't be the... They shouldn't be the sing, ah, so, why were they... Why were they that position then? Like, why did they get They looked the part, they're great actors. Nothing else. But the person this person was fantastic. Isn't it easier to teach someone who can sing to act than someone who can act to sing? I'd say so. Watching that, I'm convinced. Oh, it was. But, 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 but then I would. Okay, yeah. And we need more coffee, right? Okay, we need more coffee. So, on that note. And we're back here at the Hello Cavi podcast. Infectious is just trying to wrangle up some Flames tickets <laughs> last night or last minute Flames tickets. Yes. For, for the very last game. Yeah. Final game of the, of the season. season. Of the season. Get all our young yeah. guns mm-hmm. playing. Yep. Flames suck. Hockey sucks. They're trying Dustin out a new Wolf. goalie, right? Ooh, Dustin Wolf. Banded Peak is now the uh, one of the main sponsors at, uh, at the Dome. So I'll, I'll have a couple for you. Oh, yeah. Some yeah. fired up. Get Enjoy. some crush more. Um, anyway, so we had a narrow press coffee, and I came to the realization on these podcasts that I'm the one who's judgy and mean. But I'm just gonna say what needs to be said. This narrow press coffee is—it uh, tastes like burnt rubber. It really does not have a lot of flavor. <laughs> um, now, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a result of the amount of beans that are used because Prophet loves his beans. It's you. It's not me. No, I have a very delicate palate. Oh. <laughs> so I told you you shouldn't have done as many beans as me. And I knew you were going to complain about that. Well, then, but mm. I guess my point is, what do you like about this? There's no flavor. Like, beans, like wine. Like, I feel the hair growing on my chest when I drink it. You know? It makes me feel rugged and <laughs> And I taste like a burnt tire being... Like scotch. Mm, and it's warm. Yeah, and kinda... but scotch, you can taste the flavor. I can yeah. taste the flavor. Right? It, what? You can taste the flavor. Of this? Yeah. No, you can't. It's rich, and it's like... It's not rich. It's thick. You're describing oil. <laughs> You're just describing oil. A similar kind of vibe to oil. So, well, let's let's kind of get down to why the flavor is different. Is it because there was more coffee, or is it because of the way it was brewed? It's a combination of both, I'm okay. sure. Because, I mean, with like things like a trickle-it or a siphon or or a pour over, there's mm-hmm. more time, like we said, to bloom. This right. AeroPress has no bloom, but it's meant to be that way. It's That's meant right. to be no bloom. You no put bloom. that thing in and boom, just put pow. it down, right? Yes. Yeah. I would use AeroPress if I had beans I didn't care about. If I had mm-hmm. beans that were given to me as a gift that were garbage beans, right. I'd be like, like someone got me like kicking horse, and they're like, here, here's some mm-hmm. coffee. I'd be like, thank you, I'm gonna AeroPress this because yeah. it doesn't have that nuance of flavor, right? Okay. And it might, it could also be the beans as well, because this is a very dark roast. It's got hints of, mm-hmm. like, what was it, bourbon was one of the underlying yeah. things. and Cocoa, right? yeah. Exactly. So it's going to have a very sort of dark undertone. Yeah. A lot of the beans I drink have notes of, like, strawberry and, mm. you know, bergamot. And is that second like that. wave or third wave? Third wave. Okay. So we sound like coffee anymore. Have we had, have we had a, <laughs> this conversation yet? Well, we are now fully on it. in, like, a third wave of coffee. Second wave was buying, like... Folgers in a right. no sorry first wave was like buying Folgers in a can at the grocery store and right. percolating and yeah. going to like Tim Tim Hortons would be first wave Tim Hortons and Gas Starbucks station. are technically second wave both of them hey yeah second wave is more like you go to get your coffee and like they're you, you, you sort of they're they're sourced or from one sort okay. of area right okay so like you know they're coming from like. Ethiopia or something like that. Okay. Third wave is a very like intricate knowledge of who the producers of the coffee are, the exact land it's from, the tasting notes, the flavor profiles. Okay. Right? They're the ones you see at like Monogram, Analog, yeah. Phil Sebastian, right? Any sort of coffee shop nowadays is likely going to be third wave. Okay. Especially if they roast their own coffee. And it has mostly to do with the culture around the coffee yeah. rather than the actual beans. Yeah, a lot of it's the awareness. Like, but right. third wave will also source from like places purposefully, right? Like some of Monogram's coffees come from places that are like run only by women, or some that right. are in existence to like help revitalize a village or something like that, right? Right. Yeah. Or like frog friendly. 
I remember. I love frogs. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I remember. I, love frogs. I remember a, a certain. I forget what type of coffee it was, but they they were very specific that no frogs were harmed, or that it was a frog. Or I think it was a habitat okay. thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which only makes sense. I mean, we already destroyed mm-hmm. our planet. We may as well keep it for as long as we have, right? Yes. So you yes. keep saying that we haven't destroyed anything. Oh, yet. this is the last generation that will live on Earth. I'm, I'm fully, you I said fully that believe last this. Last generation. I, no, no, I fully believe this. I think that we are the last. Yes, you do. Your, mm. your grandchildren, they're gonna have to move to Mars. I hope you colonize it soon because there's no way they're living on this planet. You think it's gonna yeah. turn that quickly? Yes. Wow. Sorry, it's begun. We might have to swim home. Water level rising. I don't know. Uh, yeah, one degree change in the global overall temperature does have drastic consequences. And we have been uh, pushing it. Scientifically, we've been tracking it. But I, within a generation, yeah. that's drastic Let's, let's stick with the coffee, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it. Peter Gog always brings us back to... Well, I think even... It, I, I think it'll be... Even in, I think, The Road, I, I picture the book The Road and I picture them drinking coffee, like him scavenging for coffee or something. The coffee is something that will be there till the end of Coffee was civilization. one of the like, six drinks that shaped the history of the world, yeah. in fact, but, like with its history, um, its social component. What are the other five? Beer. Beer. Scotch. Tea. Wine. Wine. Tea. Uh, coffee, Coca-Cola. Wow. Actually, was one of them. And... To be ex- with your wine. And rum, I mm-hmm. think, was the other one, actually. Rum. Because of its history and, like, the slave trade. Because of its... Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Six drinks that shaped the world. Wow. Hmm. The one thing I learned about from that book that I read was the act of... Um, you know how we always cheers? Yes. Right? So that is a communal social act because, like, you used to drink from one big bowl, right? It was all made in one big bowl, like beer was made in a giant bowl, and then you would pour the beer out into other cups. And the cheersing was like a sort of symbolic reunification of the liquid. That's Reminders came from the same bowl, so then it's also to show like it's not poison, like, mm-hmm. That's you know, what I heard, yeah. the, the no poison, but I thought it was because when you cheers your glasses together, a bit will spill over from my glass into your glass. That may be part of it, yeah. And that ensures that none of us has poured poison in our glasses. Yeah. Makes sense. If the person is like really hesitant to cheers, you'd know. Mm. Yeah, that's the guy that did it. Or those people who do one of these like cheers. Right. Oh, well, yeah. you can't see me, audience, but I'm just <laughs> lifting my cup for everyone without actually extending my arm, the right? Giving the just nod. Like a, cheers. Just yeah. an empty yeah. cheers. Yeah. yeah. Crash that together. Anyway, yeah, that's um, yeah. That's why we uh, cheers. And on introductions. And speaking of introductions. There's a segment I totally forgot to get into, and that is... Um, Hi, Lucy. Even though I think I did give you the original, original five questions way back in the day, uh, we have a new five questions to welcome newcomers to the Hello Calgary uh, podcast. You gave me five questions? Yeah, I got five <laughs> questions for you. Uh, now? Pedagogy. Yeah, it was supposed to happen at the beginning. My apologies. He's going to give them to you right now. Yeah, yeah. We're going to give Don't it to worry. you right now. You haven't missed anything. You haven't forgotten like 30 minutes ago where we asked you five questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the <laughs> test at the end. This is your test? <laughs> no, this is the new five questions to get to know you, which we never actually got into because we were so eager to get our coffees going, talk about uh, original scripts and Go ahead. whatnot. And, Do uh, it. Let me just set up my timer here. Now, just so you know, they're timed have, as well. Oh, it's it's no big deal. No no pressure. Three minutes. But you have three minutes to answer all the questions. We'll both be timing. Just yeah, exactly. Just to make sure it's here. accurate. Yeah. Three make minutes. Sure that you're not being robbed of your time. Um, and so that you have ample time to actually express yourself within these questions. That was 30, um, thirty-five seconds. Yeah. Of so we just try to keep these like you know simple <laughs> questions you can answer off the cuff, off the top of your head. Thirty-five seconds. <laughs> okay. Right. So are you ready? Got your timer. Yes. Peter Gaji, yeah. these questions are for you. Question number one. Timers, are you ready? Uh, it's already on. Absolutely. What do you aspire <laughs> to have on your epitaph after it is all said and done? Oh, my goodness. Sense of humor goes a long way, <clears throat> for one. Uh, He's got a list. Ready to help everybody at any time, anywhere, for anything. And patience, I guess. But that's dwindling. 
That's my favorite. Question number two. Who were you? Who are you now? And who are you going to be? Oh, just you know. very much the same. Uh, yes, I think all the way through the years. Um, adventurous, much more, as time draws by. And, uh, yeah, pretty good, actually. Good life, good family. On all three levels, you were this person, you are this person, you're going to be this person? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But the family's changed. Like, it's not necessarily my family family. Mm -hmm. It's the animals around me, for example. Yep. Who you know, where they're coming from. Your boys. My boys, I'm the boys. <laughs> the coffee boys. <laughs> coffee affectionados. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's not changed very much. And the future? Coast, just coasting. Oh, I thought you were going to move to the coast. No, no, no. Because this is the home of the no coast. No, there was the thought to go back to the UK because there... I can get a train after 9.30 in the morning, go to London, have lunch in London, do an afternoon matinee, have dinner in London, do an evening show, and be back in my bed by midnight. Here I fly to Vancouver and that's it. <laughs> Sorry, I've stopped the time because I, I forget. Where are you from originally? England, Northern England. Northern Manchester. Okay. And the train to London takes about two and a half, half, two hours, 20 okay. minutes. And you're a Man U fan. I'm a Man U fan, yeah. And you're a... Man City. Yeah, that's what oh, I are you thought. actually? Oh, they're right up there now. Oh, shoot. I thought we had a talk. I thought we were in agreement at some point that... Oh, okay. It's all right. You're, if you've been a Man City fan your entire life, that is okay. No. I used to go to both of them because they're alternate Saturdays. That would help. That would One be. Saturday was Man U, the next Saturday <laughs> was Man City. Right. And I went on the train, mm -hmm. and, the, and the, the man at the ticket wicket on the train became the business manager. Really? And I recognized him. Oh. <laughs> and we could hold oh. entire office, we could hold entire conversations in the main office and nobody knew what we were talking about. <laughs> That's awesome. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. And all we saw of him at the train station was a little window like this with a hole. Yeah. And, and he had glasses like this, but unchanged at all. <laughs> and the dish difference in time was maybe 40 years 30 years oh man <laughs> that's incredible how does one wow. go from living in england being like the yep. wicket ticket person at the, <laughs> from the british railways to, yeah from british railways to, to then moving to the same city you're in yeah. and working at like wow that's insane mm -hmm. next question all right timer is starting go thank you um is calgary the best hometown you know yes yeah. Is it the only uh, very, hometown you know? No, I know my, my own hometown back in the UK, but that's changed. A totally different group of people there now. Most, a lot of the schools are purely um, a different nationality, mm -hmm. which has made a huge difference. Hmm. Huge. Um, I would not want to go back. Another first way to think about going back would be they're still digging a hole in the road in the same place to be digging when I was going to school. <laughs> They're still fixing it. Oh, Must man. be a big hole. No, it's not. <laughs> it just no, can't fix it. But no, Calgary, because it's so it's friendly, it's good. You know, mountains, you've got a lot of space. I love the, the grid system. So easy, you know. Yeah. And uh, generally, it's a good open city. All right. That's Question number hear. four. That's if great to hear. If the world is broken, like how do we fix it? God, just easy questions for you, and you're still doing quite well. I think you still give have about the, 48 seconds. Yeah. Give nice. me the so 48. I think. Five more minutes or so. Peace. Yeah. Try and find somehow or other where we can get peace. I'm planning to travel again as usual. Mm -hmm. I'm planning to go back to teach once this is over. But really, I'm stuck for somewhere to go where I know it's totally safe. Yeah. And now I do it. I put different countries on the dartboard, walk 10 paces, throw the dart, and that's where I go. But like two, twice now, I've changed my mind. You're like, I can't go to the middle of the no. ocean. I'm not going to go to the Ukraine right now. Right. Oh. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, but I worry about that. Like, I'm, I'm a pretty news person. Yeah. I like the yeah, news. Yeah. And it seems that 
there's a war here, then all of a sudden another one started up. So the Ukraine was the worst thing that's happening now, then all of a sudden now it's in Israel. Mm -hmm. And they're blowing each other up. Yeah. And then there's somewhere else. Then there's all the shooters down in the States with no solution in hand. Oh, yeah. Well, there's an easy solution to that one. Well, there's a start to a solution, I think, in uh, the assault rifle argument they're making. Just that one. That's the big one. Just get rid of the Just, the numbers Just get rid of the guns. It. That's the easy part. Yeah, get rid of the yeah. guns. You know? So they have the year where they got rid of it and they show the number drop. Well, yeah. So, yeah. like, it's... I guess that's what I wish for for the world would be. I think the bottom line would be be happy with what you've bloody well got. Russia, you're happy with what you've got. Why do you need the Ukraine? Israelis, you're living here, you're living there. Stay where you are and make the most of what you've got. Don't think happiness is finding another country. Don't think happiness is defeating somebody. You've got everything you need at your fingertips. Well, here. Here we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing the states too. But they? even in Russia, same thing. They didn't need Russia, Ukraine. Russia. You don't need the Ukraine. No, no, but the citizens. Life. Oh, the oh, Crimea. Yeah. Oh, the Crimea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. they didn't need no, that. No, not at all. It's a, it's a, some people. I've got friends I know who were really, really rich, like unbelievably rich, yet they're still scrambling for more money. Hmm. Why? At what point do you reach when you say, I'm happy with what I've got? But if they take your yacht away, yeah. I mean. What do you need a yacht for, though? Good point. What do you need a yacht for? I just parked it, and I didn't think they were going to come and get it. <laughs> what do you want? Question number five, and I think we're still sitting in over 30 seconds. Just yeah. under, yeah. yeah. Um, and this is an easy one. What's the most important thing to remember? My role is a guy. That is the most important thing to remember? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Because the family have gone now, they're away, right? To know your role. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And they, yeah. I lived to die. Downtown don't understand that, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> Downtown doesn't understand much. Downtown oh. doesn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you have we're to edit chat- that one. That's why we're chatters, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and that is time. Is that it? Thank you very much. Yes, all you answered all of them, except for the very last one, which is a bonus tack-on question. Oh, I always we, ask. bonus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number six, lastly, someday, which invites us back over <laughs> to your house. Someday, what should we sit down and talk about? I always like to start conversations about what we're going to talk about in the future. Mm-hmm. What's the best thing to do for our kids? What's the best thing to do? What's the best thing in raising the next generation? I treated my own kids as soon as, right from the start, I was preparing them for leaving the nest. Yeah. And then I was self-sufficient. And that was the way to go about it? That's the way I went about it. And you second-guess yourself now, or do you think that was the right way? Right way. They're all solid in the job, solid in their lives, you know, Divorce here and there, but whatever. Yeah. With grand, you know, grandkids are fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if, if we can if we can pave the way. Like th- this this student who came back last week after seven years, he's doing the stuff that I was doing. He's doing the same theater sports. He's writing. He's still te- he's teaching. He's got kids of his own, and he you know like what's that expression of the son of a Chinese woodpecker. Uh oh. That's what I used to say instead of son of a bitch, I'd say son of a Chinese woodpecker. There were kids all over the place saying that now. Right? <laughs> and he said it. I said it and he said, My God, I'm still saying that too. Oh, that's hilarious. It, it's it, it, that influence goes out like that. Yeah. So um I've emceed what, twenty twenty five weddings. So that means something. Mm-hmm. It means they respect what you're gonna give to the community at that time and it's a mark of appreciation as I'll show you when you leave I've got one year it's okay I'll edit it one year I have a memo which I sent to staff this is a pig little pig with flopped ears nose and a big smile all the pigs pigs. and that Christmas three students bought me a pig each now I've got about 500 Wow. Pigs. And to me, that's more important than a degree. 
you know, kids that won't keep brought one back from the Virgin Islands. It's a bloody coconut, but it's carved out like a pig. The guy was 37 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, you know, they can say what they want, but it's, it's there. It's there. Um, Go. Uh, great profession. Hmm. I'd do it again. I wouldn't start one once to start now. Right. Not a chance. The current generation? Not a chance. Current generation, the feeling of entitlement, for one, the use of social media, for two, disrespect, no support of parents, other than to get after you for what their kid didn't do. <laughs> Come yeah. on, eh? Yeah, yep. no, it's, uh, it's different. It's, just, it's sad. I don't know where it's going to go. And uh, absolutely, yeah, that's a good topic. <laughs> we should bring <laughs> that up topic. in a uh, future generation or yeah. future show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what can we do? Well, um, that takes it to the end, boys. All right. All right. Enjoyed our coffee. It's four o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. After start at five. I <laughs> still got to wrap up these cords, so I'm glad to uh, have made it out here there. Pete. Yeah, thank, yeah, you thank, thanks, thanks thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. When you said you, when you said to me on the phone, <laughs> you had to be back home by five. Yeah. I thought, five o'clock? What are we going to do for three hours? <laughs> <laughs> Knowing nothing about this at all. Like we're just sitting here with two boys, uh-huh. his two sons. I mean, how much time can we spend looking at ducks? I thought, well, I know what I'll do. I'll get my, my little four-wheel drive out, and we'll go around the go around the property, around the property like, and chase, look on tracks for deers. And, oh, and I've got a pool table downstairs. You can probably have a game of pool. <laughs> he met his, his big boys. I did mention them by name in the email originally. Yes, you did. You did indeed. I did, yeah. In the very first one. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe you just kind of like, as I kept talking about the boys, yeah. it just turned into the boys in your head, yeah. I like that we're known as the boys. Yeah, I like Thanks. that too. Yeah. Rocket, yeah. thank you. Noise from the boys. <laughs> Noise and toys from the boys. And I would say, just for the record, I liked both of these cups of coffee. I really did. They, Always the diplomats. They tasted different, but I don't think I've ever had a... Oh, there's a beautiful... A I like one. that. Well, what's that one? I have no idea. There's a list of them somewhere. It's probably a crested woodpecker. Yeah. Oh, I have another one. Birds. I have another one <laughs> in the like other that. room, too, that goes off. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I don't think I've ever had a cup of coffee that I didn't like. Oh, really? I've had tons. Some of them are just garbage. Try my milk yeah. coffee, buddy. <laughs> That's the next one we have to try. That's the that? next one I'm going to make. I think. So it's Nescafe. Is that it's, it's the it's coffee? It's a spoon of Nescafe. Boil the milk. Boil the milk. Pour it down. Stir it up. Some Brown sugar. sugar. That's okay. It. That's it. Okay. It's is that standard British thing? I've heard of another thing called builder's tea. Is that a is that a thing? No, no, that one. Never heard of that. Okay. Usually, so that's a, like like British Railways tea. You stand your spoon in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of that. That is awesome. Okay, well, thanks for having us. Thank you very much. That was awesome.